0: Hello Magical mummers, welcome to episode 15 of the Magical Mothering Podcast. I'm your host Dania and today I'm hosting a magical conversation with the divinely wholesome Jamie Turner, mother of three and a soul truly attuned with earth magic. Today we are talking about holding space for the journey of trust and surrendering to aligned motherhood. If you want more of this, don't forget to hit subscribe so you get my next episode and I invite you to come support me over on Patreon with the link in the subscription. Here it is. Hello, Jamie, and welcome to the Magical Mothering podcast. I'm so excited to have you here um, as one of my magical mothering conversations. So, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me, it's a proper privilege.
0: I'm so excited. So um, I've asked you to come join me for this chat because I see you embodying magical mothering in so much that you're doing. So I just really wanted to have you on, have a really beautiful, wholesome chat with you about the way that we're doing things with our children and our inner work and and what's really motivating us and keeping us going. So um, I'd love to hear... Like you are like what I see, just to give you a bit of a glimpse in, because I know it can be hard to think that when you're in amongst it all (laughs) and, and you know, you're, you're in living it all. And just like to give you a glimpse of like from what I see is that, this um, embodying life in alignment with earth rhythms is something that's really something that I'm I strive for and I find that it's something that really helps me to feel connected to when I'm connected to earth I'm connected to self and I can be connected to my family so I can see that you have something that you're really embodying that and um, within that it's making space for the rhythms within yourself so you know when to slow down and when to expand and open up and and listening to that inner intuition and then allowing Mm. that space for your children as well to give them freedom to trust themselves it's huge so I'd love to hear your take on what magical mothering means to you Mm. wow
1: yeah (laughs) where to begin well I suppose it all comes back to trust, doesn't it? It comes back to trusting our children to know what's best for themselves and in the place of mother, um, knowing how to stand back and allow them Mm. that space to discover all those things and not um, stamp it out mainly, to be a container, to um, keep that sacred childness, For as long as possible, and keep it sheltered and um, expanded upon. Really, like just keeping an eye on those little things that they do, and I think the knowings that they have, and then providing a a safe space in which they can allow that to flourish and to have deeper understanding of those things that they know innately already, Um, and then helping them see how that all ties into. Everything, how every cycle is interconnected, and that doesn't exclude ourselves either. And then modeling it from myself as well. Does yeah. that? Does that? Is that an answer to the
0: question? That's something that's really, really powerful, and that's just what I was going to ask you next to lead you into that. But you went there intuitively, and that's about that modeling aspect. Is that a part of this this journey of trust? Is that we can't actually directed as their guides we're not here to direct and say you know have a look over there and go do this and you know go explore that it's about just opening some doorways and allowing them to have that freedom to 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 go off and and um, find what lights them up and the way that we can really show them that that's okay is by modeling it, which is what you've just said there and and modeling how to take that space to explore and modeling how to um, tune into nature and listen and follow your heart and do things just for you as well. That's a big thing that often as mothers, we're not modeled that. You could often be told, you know, self-care is really important and make sure you look after yourself, but nobody actually models how to do that
1: this is really um aligned with where I'm at right now as well because I'm on to my it wasn't until this year I think and having um my third child so when Meadow was born at the end of 2019 it that's when the journey of really really it needs to be more about me began I think and that martyrdom of the self-sacrificing as much as I was walking the steps of wanting to, I was like mildly modeling, I suppose, mm-hmm. that self-care, um, but not deeply, deeply embodying it. It was more in a way that was um, enough to get by, enough to keep serving, but not enough to really fill myself up. Yeah, And that's been this year's biggest works has been knowing how to step back even more so and put myself up the ladder. Above Mm. the children, and in doing so, creating, um, showing them how they, you know, that they need to be important as I am as well.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, And that wasn't really clear to me, like I say, until this year when the burnouts were just back to back and the overwhelm was building up all the time. And it was um, in understanding that the way that we mother is I suppose, unnatural in that we don't have that village. We just mm-hmm. don't have it
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and have to do it for ourselves. And so it was just a really a changing point for me where I needed to choose to like actively put in more actual self-care, not a shower and you know five minutes outside to hang up the washing, but actually what do I need to thrive? and what do I really, really want to do? And then creating the space to do so. And, um, yeah, putting those boundaries up as well, I think. That's been a big one for me that my children are learning, is that I'm going to have to choose myself from time to time. it.
0: have got to, and as much,
1: yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's yeah. very much a current process that I'm working through right now. Yeah. Is, um, more and more. And and finding out what that is as well, like above the surface level, what other than the things that I know that I am as mother, I am as wife, I am as homesteader, what like is the actual deep, deep Jamie core. And that's changed so much because I've gone through so many different things these past six and a half years of being a mother. It's just cracked me wide open. And so it's just a really beautiful coming home time now.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's... um. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. And that's very much, and as much as I need it to be about myself, it is also about the kids because I want them to be able to choose themselves as well mm-hmm. and never walk away from it and never put anything else before the, the, um, do I, am I making sense? Am I waffling? No,
0: not, not waffling at all. It's making perfect sense. And yeah. um Like what you were saying about the boundaries is so important because often, you know, we need to hold those boundaries for ourselves to keep doing these things for our, for our Mm -hmm. own needs, because there are so many barriers to taking care of ourselves. There's so many barriers for receiving. We have like, Mm generations of guilt weaved into our lineage for women taking um taking back some needs and having desires met there's so much within that that it makes us you know we've got to shed so many of those layers to get to that point where we can open up and receive these things so Mm -hmm. yeah it takes some deep work and that takes space and that takes boundaries to get there so Yeah. yeah nailed it
1: yay <laughs> it's a beautiful work it's been um definitely my 2021 theme was actual self-love not you know the popularized self-love of a face mask in a shower but actual what is it who am I and what do I really really need yeah, yeah it's opening me up in a big way it's really yeah. cool
0: it seems like such a simple question that what do you need and <laughs> it's like mm. uh uh and how can you answer that at that level yeah. Yeah. And, um, all of that stuff like the, you know, put your feet on the earth for five minutes, take a shower or, um, you know, take that, that face mask, those different things are such surface level, scratching Mm. the surface of self-care, self-love, self-respect. And, you know, it's just if you if you're going to start somewhere I mean starting there is great but then you've got to be able to open up to those deeper needs definitely absolutely like we're modeling this growth really we're modeling this um you know going into the cocoon and turning into jelly and our children are watching everything that we're doing and mm-hmm. like, ha- like I know that you know, my kids see me in my in my darkest moments. My kids see me going through pain and being in my moodiness, being in my cave. They're with me twenty four seven. Like they they standing at the door. You know, like they they're, they're <laughs> always around me. And um, so they're going to have to witness me in all of my parts. And this is a part of this journey as well as being comfortable enough. That you're ch- like to to have our children witness us in our shadow yeah. as well as in our yeah. light. Absolutely. How do you find that?
1: One of the, um, you know, how they all come with this different lesson for us. Well, my first is little me. So Eden made it. The, it wasn't until I had my second cave when I had cave and he him and I are quite as much as we're very alike, we are, he triggers me to such an extent that he brought all of that up
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so there was no way to hide <laughs> the way I was feeling about things because it was large and it was um, all-consuming and very, very open, eye-opening for me as to who I am and the things that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. So working through that, being that there is no way to hide, there is... Mm-hmm. No support. We don't have anybody that lives any no nowhere closer than two hours from us. Yeah. There is zero support. Um and it's not really a community that we are at home in. And so it was us. It's us all the time. Yeah. And so there was just an open communication with all things. And I feel like that has just remained as such that I just voice honesty with our children is number one. Mm. Um that's just generally how we operate, if if we can be honest in a gentle way, obviously, but honesty always. So if I'm feeling whatever, whatever, I will let them know. And they've um become quite they're just used to seeing me in my different modes and then I and I recognize them in their emotions and in their times of, you know, I don't know how to articulate what I'm saying.
0: No, <laughs> Words no. I completely get what you're saying and um, I'm i'm a massive fan of being completely honest with our children with where we're at and what we need and what we need from them and and having that open communication stops them from getting ideas in their head or making up stories of the reason why because our children are of the new world they're really intuitive they're really empathetic they're feeling everything that we're feeling so if we try and put on the mask of a smile and say everything's fine they're going to be like uh I feel it's not, so I must have done something wrong, because totally. I know that's that's a way that I um, interpreted things when I was a child, feeling emotions but not getting honesty. Yep, even
1: now as an adult, I still do that with interpersonal react um, in inter- relations. If somebody is angry, I always take it as what have I done? Am I mean, angry at me? Is it me? Is it what have you done? So I'm very much on that level of I need like mummy's feeling this. I'm a little bit overwhelmed, I need you to do this for me, give me a little bit of space, or I need to go and be in the garden by myself for a little while, or how about we go for a little walk and or whatever, yeah. and um, modelling it. And then also what, by helping them through their moments as well of o- overwhelming, how about we take a breath and being mindful and what do you need? Um, we're just doing it all together, I
0: suppose. Yeah, yeah. And that's like one of the things that I've noticed within my girls who are now eight and six their communication between each other is like you know, I feel like you're not respecting my my things, and this is the way they're talking to each other around when they're playing their game. And you know, I just need you to give me some personal space. You're in my bubble, <laughs> and um, I need some more bubble space. And just watching them have those those conversations. I mean, um, you know, outside our family, other people that don't that don't get the way that we parent or the way that we live can be really confronted by how honest and open and in tune our children can be Mm, and yes something to navigate isn't it
1: big time yeah I haven't been really comfortable with that up until maybe the last couple of years I think because it was very the feeling of um being the black sheep and even um it's it's quite jarring seeing our children that do interact in a way that is like that intuitive and speaking out their feelings and honoring their space and demanding what they need in a way that isn't overbearing but in what everybody deserves you know
0: yeah
1: um and then having that with like the mainstream version i suppose of or having uh, seeing them being trampled down in that way as, as well like um yeah. where children aren't supposed to have a voice and hold space and take up space and speak up, that was incredibly hard for me to be the advocate that they needed and yeah. say, no, this is, this is what they're doing and this they've said what they needed and coming over the top and being that strong mama bear that they need to make sure that those boundaries aren't crossed when they have said, this is what I need and I'm telling you. Mm. First, what an awesome little person you are for doing that. Yeah. But then that's where it ends. So you they've spoken and it's the same level of respect as an adult should get as well. So, exactly. yeah, it's taken a few years to come around to when it was all very new and it was I know I knew I wanted to do it and it was what felt right and I was doing it regardless. But then it was still that. You know being seen in all of those different things that you're doing and mm-hmm. my children are turning out different and then they're interacting with the other children that don't understand how to you know respond back in that way and yeah. just being being the outsider it's that like um level of confidence that's required to stand firm in the knowings and this is this is the choices we've made and This is how it is. And then advocating for it all the way along as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So much backing yourself. So much. And Mm. to be able to get to that point of being able to back yourself, you've got to be able to trust yourself that you're on the right path. Because so many times I know in the early days, it's like, maybe you'll just like me for me is run away and hide. (laughs) That's my, Mm. that's my escape point is that I'll just avoid. And so um, just being able to actually say, well, actually it's not working for the kids because they need to see you backing them. And you need Mm. to see, they need to see you backing these choices, you know, Mm. the unschooling choices, the doing things completely different, these types of pathways, they need to have complete confidence in our lifestyle. So for them to, open to that. We need to be firm in it.
1: Yeah. I think it's taken me, um, it took me a few years until I could see the results from mm.
0: ch-
1: those choices for unschooling, for um allowing them to have this voice mm. and to respect their autonomy and all of those things that mm. that is of the children of the that they need now yeah. that they've always needed but that we're letting them have. Yeah. Um, it took me a few years until it was like provable like do you see this amazing little human here that is intelligent and amazing and intuitive and Mm. just and that was it for me as soon as it was um Eden was of age that she was talking and interacting in a way that I could I suppose um compare with what I knew as what children do how children that's when it sunk in for me that this is this is it I knew it was right. It felt right. Everything I've chosen is because I've felt that it was what I was going to have to do because it was, there was no other way to do it. And then now that I see the proof, it just helps. It just was the fire to continue on and then expand upon that more and more and more and add all these layers of protection and um, expansion as well at the same time.
0: Yeah, it's like once yeah. your eyes are open, there's no turning back. You can no longer turn your back. Because you, if you turn your back, you're turning your back on them and that's just not in alignment and that's not something that we can do. So then we're sort of, like you say, forced to do the work because we have to keep showing up. We have to keep moving forward because if we stop, then we're going to just be in that swamp. We need to keep 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 it moving, keep it moving. It's like, Yeah. And that's, that's growth for you. <laughs> so you've got to just keep, keep shifting, keep, keep working on it and keep moving with it. It's like, yes, there are times when you can slow down and rest. That's not what I'm saying, but it's about keep on opening, keep on opening and listening.
1: And yeah, just being open to what, what it is and having that space to really self-reflect and go oh, okay that's something I'm still holding on that's probably not serving myself or my family yeah. and then having the um, giving yourself the grace to let it go as gently as possible and, and delving into it and knowing that it once the, the work begins that's all there is it just I don't know what there would be without this work now of mm-hmm. unlearning and relearning and unraveling it's just it's never ending and it's you
0: can't,
1: um <laughs> life works. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. You know. opened it open the box it's not going to it's not going to close now and yeah. um that's you've touched on something that um i wanted to speak to you about and i forgot but um one of the things that i wanted to speak to you about with the you know that surrendering and the letting go and then the opening up to the new and these like these mm-hmm. stages of growth and and shifting and um, is very much resonant with the seasons and honoring earth cycles, earth rhythms, and and working that into a spiritual sense with our, you know, our would you say pagan roots? Would you say that sort of upbringing for our children? That's what I am modeling, working with with the kids as well, celebrating to the seasons.
1: Yeah, totally. I was I wasn't quite sure of what we would when we had our first. We didn't have any strong. I we wanted to vibe it out really and see what she was what she was drawn to, what she wanted. And it wasn't until she was of it was the Christmas thing that pushed her, right. It was we have this beautiful big family Christmas, which I've always loved, but it just coming from the understanding of we really want to be honest with these children and um yeah it got around to when she was about three because up until then it hadn't really been much of an issue we just sort of you know skirted around things and had always had a deep connection with nature because we just pretty much live outside yeah. <laughs> um and yeah and, and it was very clear she made it very clear to us that she wasn't going to buy any of it she wasn't having it um Nothing that we could, and not, not that we would present anything like a narrative to her, but she would pick up from things, from environment, from mother's groups or other people or media. And the questions would come like, you know, why is this happening? And why is this happening? And why does this, wants to disconnect with this? And just really making it noted that this wasn't the right thing for her, us. And we've always naturally just sort of incorporated the noticing of, of life because we're living it, we're out here in this where the seasons are quite harsh. Yeah. And so there is natural honouring of the way things go. It's, you know, cutting the wood when autumn comes and then with the gardens, everything cyclical as well. And so the noticing of patterns and things and then extending upon all those things just naturally led us into um, – yeah, celebrating those things which are real to us and that we can see and that are so beautiful and magical mm-hmm. alone without having anything else to it. Yeah. Um, just really, I think seeing it through a ch- child's eyes and really um, remembering how perfect and magical everything is without having to add a layer of tinsel,
0: yeah.
1: it's perfect as it is. <laughs> just nature in itself and the cycles within are so damn magical and surrendering to it um and just that feeling of belonging was too much to ignore and just that's just how it's always been and then as different things have occurred over time like um very connected pregnancies and free births the understanding of surrender became so much more yeah, And the intrinsic connectedness to all things and how we are just this, you know, one thing operating. I'm rambling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I completely... Um- vibe with what you're saying yeah i'm getting i getting chills from what you're saying because it's really really aligned with where i am at as well and um like when you said the belonging around the switching over to honoring this the seasons and um that's that's where that was my pin <laughs> that is like i just uh, the other ones feel just they don't fit with me and I feel like I don't fit in with the world when I'm doing them and so it's just a it's a breakaway for me because it's been something that we had practiced and the family that's practicing it and so for us it's doing both but with complete honesty and with complete honesty with our kids and um we're putting a bit more emphasis into the, the sacredness of the seasons and the sacredness of these rituals and the, and the coming together within the family and, and um, yeah. Yeah. I love how you put it around the noticing. That's so true. That's beautiful. I love that. It's a a beautiful way to hold space for the kids to discover their own magic within what they see and how they feel. Mm. and that's that's my sort of mission around this is that I don't want to like same thing as being like with working with crystals I've worked with crystals since I was like a child but I hate the whole this crystals for this and <laughs> you use this for this in this way I'm like no you just have to listen to it <laughs> it will tell you what it does and that's what I want for my kids is like with with everything and like working with flower essences it's listen to it and it'll tell you what It's here for, and Mm. what it's going to bring is your message, and it doesn't have to be the same today as it was yesterday. It can be completely different, and Mm. it's just listening to those whispers of nature. Mm. So yeah, I love that. Like the way you said, you're just allowing that space for them to to notice the magic mm. in everything around them.
1: Mm. Because it just is. It just. I'm looking outside right now, and just because for me when I moved away from. All the distractions and fortunately i had done this many years before having children Mm. and i went through the process of uh, um becoming less distracted just less distracted by purchasing and just and entertainment and all sorts of other things and just dove deeply into being with nature building my house with mud and having that deep 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 hands-on in the dirt, living inside and noticing and just witnessing the beauty that unfolds every single day and the magic that is in the tiniest little details and all the things there are to notice. A lifetime's worth of noticing. And then after a while of witnessing all of those cycles and then tying them all into everything that goes together so the moon cycle with you know our personal moon cycle and then the seasonal cycles and our seasonal cycles and Mm. how all those things tie in together it's just so beautiful and how could I not invite them to have a deeper understanding of those things that make sense on such a human level yes and have helped me so much to understand what's going on because I've always been like a high emotional person mm. and by watching these things and how i interact with my environment and how my my emotions cycle through these things like nature does as nature ourselves it it's it's very very helpful as a intuitive and emotional person to have those deeper understandings and connections that bring you back to the grounded knowing that it's all and to surrender again to know that it's going to come back around and just yeah. like winter does and yeah
0: yeah Yeah, all of those (laughs) design yeah and yeah it's all about that yeah I love how you're saying that putting that modeling this for the children holding the space for them to notice giving them the freedom and the time to actually explore and and do this on on their own journey Mm. it's really really powerful so um let me just wrap it up a bit i was just looking at the little bio i wrote down from your instagram bio and i was like it's just I couldn't read it out at the beginning because i'm like it's just not enough for what we what what i wanted to introduce from you jamie so i'm glad you shared so much with us today like i have a grower of humans and food and that's what you've got on your um instagram bio and i was like you're so much more than that so that's it's um yeah so beautiful to have your insight um You can find out more from Jamie if you follow her Instagram page, which I will link in my notes, at um, wandering, mud, wandering Mud Mama, if I untangle my tongue. And um, you've also got a, a page on Facebook, Forever Tree Earthship. You still using that one? Yeah, it's
1: mostly about my garden recently because we haven't done a lot of earthship works the last couple of years, but we've actually been in here cleaning up and getting ready to start getting muddy again. So I'll be updating a lot more about house things very soon.
0: Oh, I love that journey. I love watching it. I'm so excited for you. And I am really excited about your new zine that you are working on. And that's called, correct me if I'm wrong, it's called Mudfoot. Is that right? um, Yep. Yep. And your new picture book as well with breastfeeding. (laughs) You've got so much on at the moment. And so (laughs) very in
1: your world good just taking it as slow as it needs to go to get all the things out but it's all happening for sure I've also written several more books since that one as well so Beautiful. it's it's all lots of nice things happening yeah it's very exciting
0: Well, I recommend everybody to jump over to your Instagram page, which I will link and support these books so they can come out into the world and everybody grab a copy because they are beautiful. You'll just have to come and have a look. So thank you so much, Jamie, for for coming on and having a chat to me today.
1: Thank you for having me. I hope my waffling was understood.
0: (laughs) It definitely was by me. So I'm sure that it's been very valuable for everybody. So thank you.